Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as uh, we uh, hope that you are uh, excited about the divisional playoffs this Saturday and Sunday and hope you had a chance to listen to our Saturday game previews as we broke down schematically from an XNO standpoint, Jacksonville and Kansas City, uh, as well as the Giants and Eagles. Now we're going to spend a little time on the Sunday games doing the same thing for the Bengals and the Bills, as well as um, the 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, a reminder, you can get more detailed film room breakdowns of all four of these games, as well as everything going on around of, as in the world of the NFL, college football, uh, the offseason, the scouting, coaching, um, viewpoint on the draft, recruiting, you name it, we got it for you. Uh, also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. So, the Bengals and the Bills. <clears throat> A couple of things jump out. Um, for the Bengals to be successful, there's no question that they've got in Joe Burrow the most confident, the most cerebral young quarterback in the game, the most confident guy, making good decisions, protecting the football, he is the consummate quarterback that you want in the NFL. But it all starts with protection up front. The one thing that he can't do is operate if he doesn't get protection. Now, you know, it, it's the same with every quarterback, but guys that are mobile can run around, create plays. You can move the pocket. Those are some things that are at limit Joe Burrow's ability. So, they're going to, in order to work the ball downfield, they've got to provide good protection for Joe Burrow. Now, the Bills will play a zone scheme um, against this Bengal pass catching group against zone coverage. The three players to look for Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Hayden Hurst. T. Higgins averaged the most yards per route against zone coverage but gets targeted at the lowest rate of the three. It's because he's, Burl is looking at Chase. And then the opposite route would be Hayden Hurst with T. Higgins would be the alternate route of Chase. So he gets targeted the less of the three. Now Hurst ranks second in targets per route, but last in yards per route. Now that's understandable being the tight end. Chase leads the team in targets, but is behind Higgins in yards per route run. Now, a lot of that has to do with how they scheme him up, but it's important to understand where he's going to be. Chase leads the team um, in, in those targets. Tredavious White more likely shallow the area of the field where Chase ends up. <clears throat> but he's only going to stay with him when he's in his area of the field. The Bills want to utilize cover two, but with their struggles in the run game, they're likely going to end up in as many cover three snaps as cover two, if not more, probably more. Hurst has been the leader in targets against this look against cover three. Higgins is the go-to option and averages 2.7 yards per route run. Chase gets targeted less frequently and averages one yard less per route run. Defensive coordinator Lou Amarino will play many coverages against Josh Allen and the Bills passing attack. 
I believe they will test this Bills offense and run a lot of cover one coverage because that has been the biggest weakness for this team. Um, Allen has uh, 43% of his interceptions against cover one this year. Stefan Diggs has no issue winning against cover one and averages almost 2.8 yards per route and a 36% target rate here. The issue with the rest of the receiving core is nobody averages more than 1.5 yards per route. Bracketing digs in cover one and making Gabe Davis beat them is what I think the Bengals are going to do in the first half. So let's watch that. If the Bengals are playing with a lead, you'll see cover three coverage predominantly, and that's where other players can start making plays. Against cover three, Diggs averages three yards per route. Davis averages 2.6, and Dawson knocks 1.4. The Bills need someone outside of Diggs to step up in the postseason and win against the man in front of them. Davis did it last weekend against the Dolphins, but he'll have to continue this weekend against the Bengals. This has the potential to be a great shootout type of game, but we'll see how they're able to get free and how well they're able to protect both of these teams. Uh, Again, more detailed breakdowns on this game um, on LandryFootball.com. For the Niners and the Cowboys, look, the Niners are going to rely on what they've worked on all year long, rushing four and playing zone coverage. Against zone coverage, C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz of the Cowboys have been the primary playmakers. Lamb has a 27% target share and averages 2.3 yards per route. Schultz has a 21% target share and averages 1.8 yards per route. The, the Niners' primary coverage is cover four. The Cowboys must get Lamb into the slot, matched up with one of the 49ers' safeties, and attack this matchup. On the perimeter, Michael Gallup has to make one or two plays down the sidelines and keep the safeties honest on Lamb over the middle. The 49ers have struggled with the slot and crossing routes at times this year. The Niners' playmaking group has so many interchangeable pieces that can play running back, wide receiver, tight end, and Kyle Shanahan is going to put them in position, as he always does, to have mismatches where they're best able to find that mismatch. The two main pass catchers for Brock Purdy against man coverage have been Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. Ayuk is targeted 31% of the time with a 3.4 yard per route, while McCaffrey is targeted 24% of the time with a 2.4 yards per route. The Cowboys' primary man coverage is cover one, and I expect to see a lot of this with the threat of the 49ers running the football. You've got to defend the run game first, as always. Ayuk has been the cover one beater for Purdy, averaging 3.94 yards per route with him as a starting quarterback. Debo Samuel has not played much during this time frame, but did show up in a big way against the Seahawks. The Cowboys' two zone coverages are cover two and cover three. With But with the run game, I don't expect to see much cover two against the Niners. Cover three lets another player in the box to stop the run. Cover three is where Purdy spreads the ball the most, but George Kittle leads the way against cover three. 
Kittle has three receiving touchdowns on 13 targets and averages 2.6 yards per route run. Samuel has run 34 routes with Purdy against cover three and has been targeted nine times. Ayuk has led the team in targets during this time and has a 70% catch rate. Look, um, the biggest weapon for the Cowboys offensively has been Tony Pollard. They're going to have to run the football well against this Niner team. They're going to have to maximize plays in the red zone, score touchdowns. The Niners have more playmakers. The Niners have more ability in which to take control of things, um, to control the flow of the game, to control the tempo. They've got better chances to win at the line of scrimmage. This Niner team can run the football. The the Cowboys are built more to defend the pass with the pass rush. So those are some things to look for in this game. Ways in which the Cowboys have to find a way to flip the script and win uh, either by getting the game flow more in their favor or finding a way to be more effective defending the run and selling out against the run. That's going to be the key. And then offensively, they're going to have to maximize points as always. I also think running the football, maximizing chances to make plays deep, you're going to have to be patient. This Niner team defensively is built quite a bit different than the Cowboys. Two good defensive teams, no doubt, but two different ones. As I mentioned with the Cowboys, they're a limited team against the run unless they overplay the run. They're built against the pass due to their pass rush. The Niners bring pressure with just their front and maximize coverage. So it's tougher to get them out of position. The Cowboys are going to have to be more patient. They're going to have to throw in more narrow passing lanes. Yes, the Cowboys looked great last week. No question about it against the Bucs. They're not playing the Bucs. They're going to have to play a much better game to get even close to the type of production they did last week. It's going to have to come out very clean and very explosive for the Cowboys to win it. Should be a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy watching the games. Um, remember, you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on this game as well as the other Sunday game, Bengals-Bills. So make sure that you check it out. If you haven't checked out the earlier podcast where we're breaking down the Saturday games, Jags, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, make sure that you check that out over at Landry Football. Uh, com. You can get the, the detailed breakdowns, but you can listen to the X's and O breakdown that we've got for you here at the Landry Football Podcast Network. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. And as far as LandryFootball.com, make sure that you take advantage of our holiday savings special that we've got going for you today. Appreciate you joining us, folks. Enjoy the games. Talk to you next time.